Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your lines so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Good morning, Blog Talk Radio. This is your co-host of Whatever Wednesday, Ian Robb here. And I'm here with Lisa Diamond, and we're excited because today's a big day. This is the day that we're going to positivize. We're going to get a chance to actually ask questions to Tony Jerry, for he can help you on out with your business, your personal business, your IBD business, your Beamer business, or any business you want. Tony, are you on with us? I am. How are you doing, Ian? Doing well, doing well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce Lisa here, too. Got to give her a little tell, time on the clock here. So go ahead, Lisa. Hi, Tony. Thanks for joining us again. We certainly appreciate it. And I just want to say to the audience that this is your opportunity. Hit one on the phone. I have a feeling we're going to have lots of people calling in today. Uh, where you can, if there's an area where you are struggling in your business, whether um, it's time management, which we are going to talk about today, uh, you know, maybe it's you know, engagement with your team, Uh, you know, maybe it's not business-related but personal-related because Tony coaches on that. This is your opportunity to uh, ask the question, let Tony give you a solution, and get some laser coaching. I mean, Tony charges thousands and thousands of dollars. How much? How much? Thousands. Thousands. Tony, I can't even imagine what a personal one-on-one coaching session with you costs, but um, we are grateful for your generosity and giving back to the Beamer family. It definitely costs twice as much if you had to talk about my personal life. He needs What's a psychotherapist that for that. <laughs> he said it would cost double whatever you charged for him to talk about his personal life with you. <laughs> I said are we going to talk about time today? We are going to talk about time, but guess what? We already have some people that want to ask you some questions. Can we start with that? Let's do it. Awesome. All right. 808-256. 808-256. You are live on Blog Talk. Hey, good morning. Uh, this is Dr. James Cummings. Uh, Tony, uh, we met down in New Orleans and uh, been following you pretty much every week, uh, you know, with uh, – George Veronis, but I did have a couple of things that uh, have come up beyond the business. Uh, looking through, um, you know, the back office and everything and how the team is doing, I have, we've got about 20, 25% of distributors uh, 
uh, a lot of them been in a long time who haven't made it uh, to the academy yet. So the number is actually 75 out of 300. And wondering what's the best way to leverage uh, getting those folks reengaged. Okay, uh, let me think about that for a second. So, are, are we touching those people? Like, do we have interaction with them? Are we dripping value on them? Are we giving them something of great wins? So basically, uh, you know, we continue uh, with the new tools. What I've been doing is using the Beamer Share and uh, dripping on them some of that information, that, uh, some of the new things that have been put out, uh, but uh, haven't had a heck of a lot of response. It could be that there's uh, a lack of interest. It's not in my uh, personal, personal people who have enrolled. It's uh, further down the way from me, but just trying to help them get uh, refocused and reengaged. Yeah, the Beamer Share seems like one of the very best answers we could have, making sure that everybody leverages that. Uh, we now have hundreds of people on that, and constantly I'm thinking about how do we train more, encourage more, because if we drip value and touch people, then those people that are ready will raise their hand, and you have interaction, and you have people uh, taking action. So I, I love the Beamer Share. I think it's a great time-saving tool. Uh, what I'm finding, though, is it takes a little bit of a – of energy and time to figure out how it all works and how to best use it for you, you know, putting your own contacts in it. Have you found, have you found that? It took a little uh, yeah, time to set it up. Did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's great leverage. You take the time to do that. Then you get to leverage it over and over and over. Okay. So basically what you're telling me is uh, doing the right thing. Just, uh, you know, need to just to keep it, keep going. Well, what, what I believe is I believe that you've got to constantly be taking action if you want more action. And if you're dripping on people then, and you're dripping value on people, then people uh, appreciate that. Uh, but, you know, is it, are you dripping commercial or are you dripping value? You know, people like having things that's going to make their life better. How can they be healthier? How can they use the Beamer better? How can they do whatever that might be a, a win to them? Uh, so I don't know from a distinction standpoint – I'm constantly looking at how can I bring value to people, um, and then they recognize what I do, and then opportunities come come my way. So I guess that would be my, my thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony and Jim, I want to just interject here for a quick second and just maybe get some clarity uh, around um, Jim's question. So, and this is this is across the board, Jim. This is not just your problem. This is a problem across the board for the field. So, Tony, when we enroll a new distributor into Beamer, um, they are encouraged uh, to take the two-day Beamer Academy. And in that Beamer Academy, for the people that go to the academy, it really kickstarts them and energizes them in their business because they hear these testimonials and they're getting information about how Beamer works, why it works. There's some marketing training, um, back office training, you know, all of that. So they come out of that like really psyched up. I mean, I've actually had distributors come on as an IBDT, a trainee, not buying a unit. And after the first day of the academy, bought their unit that night. That's how, that's how effective the, that academy can be. But the problem is, is that uh, 
not everybody takes the academy. And so we all have a good percentage of people that haven't taken that academy. And I think, Jim, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or right, um, I think that's what you're asking is how do we get these distributors into an academy, even if they signed up six months ago or a year ago or, I mean, I have distributors that signed up four years ago that have never taken an academy. Um, how, how do we get those in there? And also, Tony, are you um, – what do you think about, like, promotions? Like, um, hey, I'm giving a Beamer $50 Beamer gear gift card for everybody who signs up for an academy this month. All right, so there's two, two, two subjects. One was, the, was how, do you get, how do we get more people to really go through and invest time in the academy? And what I, what I would pr- propose is oftentimes when we think of time, we think of spending time. And if we could convert people's thinking, time is so precious it needs to be invested. And if we communicate mm-hmm. to people that investing their time in an academy – could be really eye-opening on uh, the Beamer for themselves and for the Beamer as a business. And so maybe pushing the word invest uh, would be a a, a great way to trigger people to think about, oh, maybe I should invest uh, several hours to really uh, go to the next level to understand. And then on the subject of promotion, I think people uh, move away from a pain or they move towards a benefit. And so if, there is, if the promotion is a reverse where they're going to lose something, then they're apt to take different action and take action more. If they're going to move towards something they want, they're going to take action. So if a, if a promotion uh, ignites either one of those clearly where a person can move away from a loss or a pain and towards something they want, there's going to be a, chances are it's going to be increased action. So I really do believe in promoting uh, tied to people's basic behaviors. Okay. I think that's great. Thank you, Jim, for the question. And, Tony, you're spot on. Absolutely. I'm always a competitor, so when there's a challenge out there, I always like to go for it. As I was telling Lisa, maybe do a contest with your team and say, listen, whoever gets the academies done or gets to senior first this month, whatever, gets a, gets a prize, gets the, gets the gifts. So, you know, yeah, if you, if you put something, if you put If you put contests together – and people like to win contests. So the benefit is winning the contest. And it could be the gift or it could be the ego of winning it. Some people just want the ego of winning it, and that's fine. Again, the benefit, you know, constantly be looking for how do we get people to, uh, to be thinking about how they're going to win. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, on to the next caller. We have 508-397, 508-397. You're on. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Yes, What's your name? Hi, uh, my name is Andy Migner. Hi, Ian. Um, I am sorry to do this in the middle of a wonderful Tony Gary call, but um, I just wanted to ask one question about the RAM. Is that okay? Absolutely. Tony, do you know what the RAM is? I don't. Race Across America. Okay. It's a major race. It's a one-stage race. They go from... Um, what do you call it, from Oceanside, California, on a bicycle. We have a team of eight. Beamer has Beamer team. It's a team of eight people, and they're sprinting for 15 minutes, 
and then the next person is going to get right next to him, then he sprints for 15 minutes. And they're going from all the way through 24 hours each day, for, probably for about five days. So that's what Ram is. That's Go cool. ahead. And it starts this Saturday, and it's so exciting. And we have a Beamer Saturday going on in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and we're going to be celebrating the beginning of the Ram. And we want to do it as closely as possible. When I go on the Beamer Team Ram website, it has the countdown. And the countdown, it says three days, 18 hours, 14 minutes, and 8 seconds, which would take us to Sunday. So I know that that's not quite right. Do you know exactly what time the race starts on Saturday morning? Um, Yes. I'll take a quick look right here. Give me a second. Um, because I did send all that stuff out to people. They're going to be the last 18 out. They've already started yesterday, just to give you a heads up on the single people going, okay? So that's yep. that's where that's at right there. So this one here is, if I, here we go. I'm going to hit on this one. I'll look at it right now. And they're going to be taking off um, right there. They're going to be probably, well, saying the first one is going to be, you know, June 18th, and we don't know exactly when they're going to be taken off, but the first stop, the first thing they're going to be clocked at is in Borrego Springs. That's going to be at 1913 time. So they're going to be starting, you know, it's rough to say when they're going to start. It's going to be probably in the morning to, to late, late, um, late morning, okay, or early afternoon. But okay. I, there's, a G, there's GPS on them, and you can track them all the way through. And I will share that on that Facebook page. So thank yep. you for calling, got, Andy. Got, got, I appreciate it. I've got the GPS tracking. So thank you so much. So exciting. Um, Absolutely. Okay, thank you. I'll let the next person go. Perfect, Andy. Great. Thank you very much. Okay, Tony, this one's for you. I didn't know I was that popular. Here we go. 831-760. 831-760. You're on Block Talk. Hello? 831-760. You're on Blog Talk with Tony Jerry. I guess they're, they can't hear us. So we're going to go back to you, Tony. Let's talk a bit more about time, okay? Let's talk about how this works for us, for time management and how this works, because you help us out greatly with our own time management. So let's talk a little bit about that. You you mean dive in again? Yes, yes. So I'm sorry, it's just you so and for, I. For, for 20, 25 or 30 years, Ian, I've been studying time, and what I found is the two big things that most people really, really pre- find precious is their time and their health. And what I found is most people have never really uh, studied being exceptional at time management. And so let's talk about that for a minute. When I go across the world and I ask people, how many hours are in a week? Most people can't answer that. They have to sit and calculate seven times 24, and they come up with 168. And what I tell people, Eon, is you got to start first start by knowing how much time you actually have. And then you got to sleep some. And most people say that today you should sleep about eight hours a day. So eight times seven is 56. So if you take the, the 168 minus the 56, and then you got to take a shower and brush your teeth and things like that, we call it maintenance. So I just take the round number of 12 to make it come out to 100. So you take the 168 minus uh, 56 for sleep minus 12 for maintenance. gives you 100 hours. 
And how you invest, not spend, how you invest that 100 hours really determines the success you have in life. It determines the success you have in Beamer. It determines the success you have as a, as a parent, a friend, in any relationship. So we want to really start uh, in with the whole idea of knowing that we all have uh, the same amount of time to work with. Now, how do you make that better? Well, some of the ways you make it better is that you can do one thing and accomplish multiple objectives called an elegant solution. Uh, have, have we talked about that, Ian? No, we haven't, Tony. So can you expound upon that? You bet. So if you're going to do part, if you're going to be part of a Beamer Saturday, if you're there to learn, that would be one objective. If you bring two guests, then that would be another objective that you could support kind of your recruiting. Another objective is you may want to see people that you haven't seen in person in a while. That would be a third objective. Another objective is you might want to stand up and speak and do be part of it so you polish your own ability to present. There's a fourth objective. And you could keep going and make a five and a six and a seven. Most people are not thinking, how can I do one effort and accomplish multiple objectives? Yesterday I was driving and I left my office to go and see my wife. I made two phone calls on the way, wrote down quite a few notes because I was in the back of an Uber. And I was able to do multiple things in the experience to go over to meet my wife, to have dinner with her, for us to have some good time together, and accomplish three and four and five objectives. I took pictures of things. I met a person that I introduced to a social director who came in my office this morning, connected all those dots. So what's the point? The point is that anybody that's on the line, uh, please take a note of this. Are you really owning an elegant solution? When you're doing one thing, don't just accomplish one objective if you can accomplish two and three and four and five. How's that one, Ian? I think that's great. This is where I need help, for sure. It's finding that extra time. Definitely. When you're doing a three-way call, you might want to have a fourth person join the call and have them uh, observe the call and learn. So now you're doing two and three things at one time instead of just being able to connect with one person. You know, kind of expand our thinking to how we maximize our time uh, in Beamer to to uh, to grow um, our businesses. You know. Yeah, Tony, I like that a lot because it sounds like multitasking, but I feel like multitasking is kind of chaotic, where this seems definitely more focused. Um, yes, yes, agree. It's it's being intentional with what you're doing. And then sometimes, in some cases, you want to be zeroed in and focused on a particular item, and mentally you don't want to, uh, uh, to, to spread that out. So it's not 100% all the time do elegant solutions. It's a concept that I teach to be able to be more effective with your time. And there's lots of things I teach. So number one that we just covered is be aware of how much time you have. Number two is, is being able to deploy an elegant solution uh, as a concept, uh, as much as you can, so you can accomplish more things with the same amount of time. Shall we keep going on ideas, or, or something popping in your mind? Well, I wanted on? to ask you. I just I want to point out. Um, I want to talk about. You you wrote a book. Interestingly enough, I think there's fifty something of them, right? Um, and the book is titled "Finding 100 Extra Minutes a Day." Now, I know that as Beamer distributors, we all like to get paid. And how do you take that acronym PAID and find 100 extra minutes in a day? 
what I did in that particular book is I divided the entire set of concepts into four areas. And you're right, it is an acronym called PAID, and those people that are taking notes might want to write it down. The P stands for prioritization, and a big deal, uh, many of you have heard me talk about it, is HLA, so that the cornerstone of my prioritization is the whole idea of high leverage activity. So the P is paid, and uh, uh, the P in paid is prioritization. The A is to avoid procrastination, and we need to talk about procrastination because everybody procrastinates. The I is about increasing organization, and the D is about delegating. And I believe that if we take those four items, and there's many subsets in the book that we can talk about in each of those items that can help our listeners today kind of tune up their thinking and perhaps be more effective with their time. What do you think? No, that's awesome. I have, I'm, I'm at fault for a couple of these things for sure, but definitely I work with some people that do have procrastination issues, as including myself, says Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can, we, can, we, can, we can skip over prioritization for a minute and jump into procrastination. I did a CBS special a few years ago about the concept, and, it, and my concept is that we all procrastinate. Everybody does. Uh, procrastination comes from self-talk, and, uh, and not all procrastination is bad. So if you say to yourself something like, Ian, you say, hey, I want to intuitively think about it tonight, and then I'll make a decision in the morning. To me, that's strategic procrastination. That's being smart. You might want to tap into your intuition before you make a decision. You know what you're doing. You've talked to yourself, and you made a decision. Bad procrastination is when you self-talk to yourself and you say, ah, it doesn't really matter. No one will care. No one will know. I don't feel like it. I'll do it later. All those kind of things are things that we say to ourselves, and we all self-talk. We're self-talking right now, asking ourselves, do I self-talk? And we do self-talk. And a lot of what we say to ourselves really needs to be recorrected. And we really correct and say, no, it does matter. I do need to be a person of action. I do need to take action right now. I, I can get part of it done. I can get started on it. It'd be better to do part of it than nothing. And all those are kind of things that if we reword in our own mind, our own narrative, uh, our, uh, that kind of self-talk, then we will bust through a lot of the negative procrastination and be much more effective with our time. Absolutely. And I'm just going to interject here. I'm going to remind everybody that this is your time to ask questions to Tony Jerry. Okay, so to hit one, I have the luxury of asking questions right now. You should have the same luxury. We have over 50 or 60 callers, maybe some shy ones here, Tony. I mean, I'm kind of surprised that I, this thing is not lighting up with hands all over the thing, saying I want to ask them a quick question, especially how we can help on out. So what? To a giveaway. To a giveaway? All right, the first person. Oh, we already we got someone before I even said something. Okay, let <laughs> me come back. Okay, 703. 732. 703732. You are on Blog Talk with Tony Jerry. Hi, this is Jeanette Kohlhaas. Before I ask my question, what was the prize going to be? Because I win, right? That's right. That's good. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I will give you a prize for sure, Jeanette. Absolutely. So, Tony, this is Jeanette Kohlhaas. She is an awesome Beamer distributor. She used to be a professional golfer. You play golf, Tony? I do, and I do know Jeanette. How are you doing, Jeanette? Great. Okay. Yeah, so I want to say um, strategizing for time. I've really heard that before, what you said. And I, what I've done now, I used to do Zoom calls unpacking people's human beamers. Now I'm going through my whole team, and I get one set up for one person, and I let the other people know about it. And now I have five or six people unpacking their beamer um, deluxe set at the same time on a Zoom. So I'm killing five birds with one stone. Um, oh, and then beautiful. I have some, excellent, excellent. And then, Excellent example of a 
elegant solution. Love it. Keep going. Absolutely. And then I and then I let some of my leaders know, you know what? You're getting some new people on your team. Why don't you join in and just listen to see how I do it? So that way, when you start getting new people, then you know how to do it. And you, at least you can follow how I do it or make up your own way, but at least you have an idea. And I'm so you're doing, tra- you're, doing training at, you're doing training at the same time. Right. And I see people coming back in the second and third time just listening to it over and over again. And then they hear different questions, and they ask questions, and it even helps the new person and everything. So, so I, uh, that's a big aha I've learned from you, and I appreciate that. Um, my biggest question, probably Ian's question too or whatever, but I, I meet so many people. I have so many leads and referrals, and I try so hard different ways. You know, people have sent me spreadsheets. I have names written on a whiteboard. I have cards all over my table, all over my purse, all over my car. <laughs> I make lists. I'm trying to put them in the notes on my phone. I just have no idea how it's the best way for a DI personality to organize the lead. Because if they, if they write back to me, and text me back, I'm good at following up with them. But it's like tennis, you know, if you hit a ball over and it doesn't come back, then I forget about them. I'm going on to the next person. All right. So so a couple of things that come to my mind might be a good answer to your question. Uh, and I want to preface it by saying that I think that there's not one exact system that's the best for everything. So what that means is all of us that are listening right now, I'm proposing there's not one best system for managing leads. you got to think about your own personality and your own skill set. So, for example, Jeanette, some people have assistants. I know you have some. Some people don't. Some people are good at technology. Some people aren't. Some people use their computers. Some people use their phones more. And so depending on who you are, the skill sets you use, would help filter the kind of system that would be best for you. What I would personally recommend, though, that pretty much flows over uh, all of that, which I think is where you want me to get to, is are you consistently making a list, kind of like a pipeline, if you will, of all of the uh, leads that you have? And whether that's on a legal pad, it's on a computer, it's on your phone, if you have that list and each morning you kind of scan over that list and you're going, is there any actions I need to take? When I do that in the morning, for me personally, it goes, oh, wow, I forgot to text that person or I need to text that person. It reminds me of things. And then I go, is it worth a phone call or should I just text? A phone call might be an investment of several minutes. A text might be of several seconds. So I'm constantly looking at my pipeline every day, two and three times, uh, scanning through it. And then I'm saying, does it deserve a call, an email, a text so that I could touch and make action or even send something of value to that person. Uh, so, Jeanette, do you have a way that you can kind of take all these great opportunities that you have and kind of look at the global list every day? Oh, yeah, you know, I, I started, like, I take pictures of people's business cards, but then they're locked in all the photos on your phone. So now what I've started doing is taking the picture of it and then emailing it to myself, and then I made a file folder in my email saying leads to follow up with. So they're in my file there, so that's good because I can catch that from my phone or my computer. But I am on my phone more often, so I do need to make this list more so on my phone all the time because I just don't like opening up my computer and sitting there at the desk because I'd rather go out and meet people or play golf. Yep, exactly. That's that's the point I'm making. Some people on the phone are going, but I'm more of a computer person. Some people are more of a phone people. Some people grew up on legal pads. What I'm proposing is what works for you, uh, your style, your skill set, and consistently be thumbing through and looking at it and reminding yourself. And then you can say to yourself, self, uh, is it the best use of my time right now 
to, to reach this person, send a text to somebody, uh, email that person or make a phone call or, or not. And you might just go through and say, skip, 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 skip. Oh, I need to touch this person. Skip, skip. Need to send an action on that one. And you're going through and just reminding yourself, uh, you know, what a great gift to have uh, that you have is you're such an energetic person is to have a pipeline full of opportunities. And then just being able to scan through that list might be a, uh, a habit on your phone that you might want to uh, enact. Uh, do you rate your leads or do you just mentally go, hey, that might be more promising than, than, than another one? No, I don't. That would be a great idea. Yeah, uh, we've, I've, I've, I've tested different things for ourselves on rating. And uh, what I do is I kind of put my top 12 because I'm like you, I'm very fortunate to have way more opportunities than I have time. And so you end up, you know, you're trying to manage 30, 40, 50, 60 different leads. How do you keep up with all that? So we have what we call the top 12, and we're consistently moving to the top. Who is the 12 most important people we should be touching, loving on, that would be in our pipeline? And then anybody underneath that could bounce back up to the top 12, or they could sit on the list. So they don't fall off the list. They just don't make it to the top 12. Uh, And whether your number was top five or top 10, we just happen to use 12. I love that. You know, something else, you know, you talked about procrastination. Something else I did for that you spoke my interest is I'm on my calendar all the time. I work for my calendar. And so at 930 at night, I have on my calendar every single day, who did I meet today to remind me to go find them and write them down somewhere. But then I go, I'll put them in tomorrow. <laughs> and I don't oh, do I love it. Who did I meet today? I love it. I love it. love it. I love it. I love it. love it. That's something all of us should be. Like, take away, take away, Ian. Take away, Ian. How about that for everybody? Who's you know, absolutely, absolutely. Now, here's something, too, to consider, Jeanette, that I've done before, and sometimes they change. But there's actually business card readers and apps that you could have on your phone. So I used to take a picture of that business card, and it gets right into my contacts. But I do think uh, what is, what app is that? You know, well, I'm looking at it right now. There's a business card reader. There's a cam card business card scanner. And there's a business card scanner. So there's a couple of different ones out there, okay? Take a look at your app store. Take a look at it. But I always have to sometimes double-check to make sure that the spelling is correct and their emails or whatever. But um, I used to do that all the time until they got bought over by another company. Now I have to find another one. So you just reminded me to do that, Jeanette. Thank you. Well, plus if you can scan them and they go right into your contacts, then it makes it easier to use Beamer Share right away because you don't have to put all their information in it. Absolutely. I totally agree. I totally agree. So are you more of a texter, Tony, Jerry, an emailer, or do you write stuff on, on notepads right here, email? How, how do you like to communicate with people? Um, well, I, in fact, I teach the idea uh, called the platinum rule, and the platinum rule says communicate to people the way they want to receive it. So I'm open to all kinds of ways. Uh, sometimes I'm selfish and want to do it my way. And I'm a, I generally, generally am thinking, how does the person want to receive it? Is the person more of a text person? If I see they are, then I'm going to be a texter. If they're more of an email person, then I email them. If they're more of a phone call person, a phone call. If they're more of an in-person, that's a little tougher on me, but I'll do my best to be an in-person person. So I, I think the answer is to be asking yourself, you know, can you deliver your message in a way that someone wants to receive it uh, versus the way you want to deliver it? Absolutely. There you go. You, saved, you, just saved, you just saved my marriage. But, my husband likes to call all the time. I like to text him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you, yeah, I'll teach wife, you another trick, Jeanette. Yeah, what you can do is you can do a message. 
Go ahead, Tony. What's that? I said go oh, right ahead. Saying that my you're, wife, you're, you're my wife prefers calls, and I do text. <laughs> so my suggestion is, is that you could do one of those texts with a voice message as a text. That's why it's a win-win for both. Yeah, good point. Have you heard about Marco Polo? No. Marco Polo is an app. Have you heard about it, Jeanette, or have you, Ian, or Lisa? Yeah, I have. No, I heard. It's an app that yeah, you can too. send send videos to each other, and then people can pick up your video, send a video back, and you can pick it up when you want. So it's kind of like a, a way to manage sending video snaps to each other. Uh, it's an interesting app. Something to I played around with it, used it, still use it some, but not much. Uh, I know a lot of people really love it though. Thank you very much. You bet, Thank you for your time. Hey, I appreciate the cards you send. Uh, man, I just I just love it when people take action, and you take action. I just so love it. Take action. Lo- love you for doing that. Thanks. Awesome, awesome. We have another caller, Tony. To ask you a question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Hello. Can you hear yes. me? Yes. Who's this? Yes, we can. Oh, who? Oh, well, what, what's your favorite color bucket? It's Ross. Can y'all hear me? Because my phone and is breaking she's up. Great. She's in North Carolina. So go ahead, Ross. Okay, so my question is, how do you get more people to come into your small business for Beamer specifically? Man, that is a giant question. Um, there, there's, there's tons of ways of doing that. Uh, you know, you know, one way is to do trade shows. Another way is to uh, wear Beamer gear where people ask you about Beamer. They see the logo and go, what's that? Uh, another way is just to be very approachable to people you talk to and talk about, hey, have you ever heard of Beamer? What's that? And you start talking to people, and if they're interested, you go further. And if, you know, if they aren't, then you don't. So I think, you know, having having approaches, you know, kind of, kind of having a ever-going approach is great. I think having wearing Beamer wear is great. I think being able to go to events, and it could be more of a, a trade show or any kind of event, and just be willing to uh, to um, talk and to network and to and to find people's interests. You know, you don't want to, like, in my opinion, you don't want to just, like, go off on people if they're not interested. You know, oftentimes when in, in my business, people start talking about what I do, and I go, well, I, I write books. And then I pause. And then they go, oh, really, what about? And I go, about results. Oh, really, have you ever heard of them? And so I don't just go off on me writing books and all that I do. I tease them into a discussion. So when you say, what do you do? You know, it's like I'm in the, the Beamer business. Like cars? Uh, no. Uh, I'm in, I'm in a, uh, a business that really helps people really improve their health. What do you mean? And then you, you have a series of questions like that uh, that would cause people to want to ask you questions and now you've got involvement, and if they're interested, then potentially you invite them to a, a Saturday meeting, you invite them to a Zoom call, you invite them to be able to uh, watch a video. Um, what do you think about that, Ian? Actually, it's Lisa. I'm going to just um, clarify something here. 
Roz is a massage therapist um, and also specializes in the equine world. And she has a, she has a, a brick-and-mortar business. And I think what she was asking is, how can she drive more business to that brick-and-mortar for Beamer? She offers Beamer sessions um, in her brick-and-mortar. Have you seen the posters? In the back office, oh. you mean, Tony, Jerry, the banners, posters like that? Uh, we just invented 16 new posters for practitioners to put into their facility or their office. Have you seen those? Yes, yes. I just I have. got the order two weeks ago. Yeah, I have. I've got uh, some. I just got some. And uh, have you have you posted them yet or, or hung them yet, up yet? I have used them at a trade show this past weekend. And uh, what kind of reaction did you get? Um, they it was good. The, actually, the trade show went really, really well. And uh, lots of people come by. You got business cards. Were you able to like, demonstrate them on 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 site there? Uh, did you follow up on leads? Kind of give us a, a quick brief on that. Yes, we did lots of demos, got lots of information, um, and we made a sale. Great, fantastic. And then, how many business cards did you collect? Over forty. And on those business cards, did you make notes on them? Um, I have a whole system that they're in a email drip, and Beautiful. I have all their information. And then when I contact them, I write down what I did. And I'm trying to replicate that in my small business in a small town. I want people uh-huh. to come into the business. Like I want to line out the door of people Got wanting it. Beamer. Got it. Well, it sounds, sounds like you're a – you're you're a machine like Jeanette. You make things happen, right? I mean, a lot of yes. people don't go do shows. When you do shows, you got to get connections. When you do connections, you need to be able to take notes, and you're doing all that, right? The posters, I think, yes, are an idea that I I put those poster ideas together. I I built a known part of uh, 33 dental practices in Australia, and we used the poster concept over there very effectively in the dental business. That said, ask me about how we can make your smile better. And it caused people to ask the uh, dentist, the practitioners, and we ended up doing, you know, bigger business. And I'm hoping that those posters in your therapy clinic can create more discussion. Uh, are you giving away, like, two and three business cards at a time to people? Um, you mean my current client? Yeah, sometimes people only give away one business card, and I don't know. Uh, you may already be given two or three away. Uh, oftentimes I'll give away multiple business cards and ask people to hand them out. Uh, is that something you do or could do or do occasionally? No, I do that often. I usually do free sessions and then I, with certain people, and I will give them business cards to give to their clients. Yeah, so talk about an elegant solution. You know, if you can if you can connect with someone and in that connecting ask them to, you know, to share with others, that's fantastic. Do you have a... Uh, you have a system that causes people to say, oh, I, I really would like to see, you know, how that demo works. Do you, do you use rentals? Uh, have you tested any, any of the uh, the rental, rental ideas that I hear a lot about? I do. I've tested them, and they have not been as successful for me. I don't know what I'd do wrong with that situation. You know, and I, I think that it's not like maybe right or wrong. It might be just 
that doesn't seem to, to be a, a good fit for you and the type of people that you're around. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a proponent for testing things just like you did, and if it doesn't necessarily bring you great returns, then, then move to what is the best use of your time, you know. Uh, do you do trade shows or events quite often? Yes. So it seems like that that's, you've got that down. If you've got 40 different opportunities there, surely those, those will turn into some, you know, to some sales and people becoming into your business, right? Yes, and I'm trying to, because gas prices have gone up and the horse shows have shifted again, I'm trying to lure people into my spa instead of go keep leaving my town. I want to get very community-driven and help my own personal community. I love it. And it's more time efficient, right, too? Yes. The, the tighter yes. you are, the less, less drive time, the less commute time, all of that plays into the whole time management deal. I think a lot of people aren't, like, really aware of that as much as they could be, so maybe that could be a thought for some people on the line. Uh, how long have you been in the business? In the Beamer business? Uh-huh. Uh, three years. Fantastic. Great. And I guess you're just continuing to learn every month. New ideas, new ideas, new <laughs> ideas. And that's why you were calling yes. in. More ideas, right? Yes, yes. What about what about the Beamer Saturdays? Are you involved in those at all? N- no, because usually I'm at a horse show. Ah, got it. So you've got enough activity there with horse events that seem to be a, an ideal fit for you. Yes. I'm not sure I can trump that, right? You know that business. You know it well. And I'm guessing that, you know, you run into people you know and people know you and your brand extends. Do you wear logo wear? I do. And do people talk about that, make comments on that? What's, what's your take on that? Um, yes, I was at an event last night, and someone kept asking me and talking about Beamer because it was on my shirt, on my shoulder. Yeah, I like the idea, and I'm having a meeting with Brad in corporate in the next few weeks, uh, and adding to our logo where, you know, ask me about, and then the Beamer logo. Um, have you have you done any kind of hats or shirts or anything custom like that where it says ask me about? I have not done the ask me about, but I could add that to my – I wear scrubs and have them on my scrubs. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that might be a okay. good idea for everybody in the line. You know, ask me about, ask me about. I mean, that's such a great thing. Um, and then even when you give your business card out, if you're not printed on the backside of it, you know, ask me about. Maybe that's something we, we would print on the backside of our business cards, you know. Yeah, I, just, I, I like I, I like the whole the idea of where you get – what's that? I have free session on the back of my business card. Oh, that's good. Get a free session. Yeah. So it could, it could be ask me about a free session. You know, maybe you add those words. Maybe. I don't know. If it's ooh, already working, ooh, you a, don't need to change it. That's a good idea, though. Ask me about a free session. That gets a conversation going, and they exactly. get something free, which intrigues. Ooh, that's, lo- that's lovely. Good. And that's what we're doing here in this call is we're looking for things that would be little nuances that would help us all. Right, Ian? Right, Lisa? Absolutely. I think this, this blog talk radio show is going to break the records. This has been awesome to have people ask questions to you, Tony. What do you think? You know, one of the, well, yeah, one of the things that we want to talk about is organization, you know, uh, in our paid model, prioritization, increasing uh, uh, your organization, avoiding procrastination. Uh, I put those. Avoiding procrastination, increasing organization. Like, is it, like when you go to a horse show, do you have the system down? You're really organized? At least as a control. Okay, no, no problem. The, the thing. Rosalind, you still with us? No problem. Yeah, yes. 
And, and I think that everybody needs to be be hearing hearing what we're talking about here. The more organized we can be, like you go to any of my vehicles, and I've got my tools organized in the vehicles. You open up the glove box, I've got business cards, I've got books to give away, and I consistently am, am seeing people that want to grow their business, and they haven't really organized their tools. They haven't really organized how they are they go about every day. Like when I when I have in my uh, in my dresser drawers, I have business cards so I can put them in my uh, uh, my pockets. I have it in. I have my backpack fully organized with little booklets to give away. And I just encourage others to be like, ask themselves, you know, like, am I really organized? If I want to be efficient with my time, I'm not. I can actually even close my eyes, reach into my briefcase, and oftentimes pull things out without even my eyes looking at it because it's so organized. And I would put that out to all of us that are on the line today: is if you if you need to to take that as a takeaway today to, in order to be more time efficient. Can you be more organized? You know, is that something you need to put energy in? Could be a takeaway today. Speaking about takeaways, you have a gift for everybody, Tony, Jerry, and that is the 100 extra minutes per day assessment. Let's talk about that for a few minutes since we're closing up here shortly. Yeah, what I did is people, when they hear that title, they're like, yeah, right. Give me 100 extra minutes a day. I'd love you forever. Well, what I've done is put an assessment together of about 40 different questions. It's divided into the four areas the PAID uh, area, and you go through on each one of the ideas, you read the idea, and you put down uh, on the idea how many, if I did that item better or I did it in general, would I gain a minute, a two minutes, three minutes, five minutes a day? And you go through these 40 items, and there's two minutes here, one minute here, two minutes here, and four minutes here, and pretty soon you've got, you know, 150 minutes of savings in a given day that you might gain. Well, you divide that out. What is that? Three hours, 160, two and a half, six, two and a half hours a day. If you could save two and a half hours a day, that'd be over 100 minutes a day. You multiply that out over a year, and you've just given yourself back three weeks, you know, it's a, or more. That's a lot of time. So we are going to give everybody that assessment and encourage you to take. You can do the whole assessment in less than 10 minutes. Uh, if you're fast, you can do it in six minutes, and it, it'll spring you into ideas. And what I recommend. Once you do that audit on yourself, then you go through and pick about five items because you'll probably end up with 10 or 12 that you like, maybe more. And then pick five and say, I need to get better at these five and make it part of your habits. Awesome. Tony, um, so I just want to let everybody know how they can get that assessment. Um, After the show is over today, if you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Beamer, I-B-B-S. Again, that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash Beamer, I-B-B-S. There is a download. um, It says 100 uh, extra minutes per day assessment. Click on that. You'll be able to download the PDF of that. And, uh, Tony, I want to be conscious of your time. Technically, the show's over, but we're going, and we do have another caller. Are you open, or do we need to wrap this up? No, let's go. Here we go. 937-626. It's your lucky day. 937-626. You're live on Blog Talk. Sounds like he is doing an elegant solution. Nine three seven six two six. You are live on Blog Talk. 
Okay, I think he is uh, multitasking there, so we'll let him continue with his call that he's doing. Uh, Tony, we appreciate your time. Um, again, I want to give everybody the name of that book is Finding 100 Extra Minutes a Day. Uh, definitely take the assessment. Imagine if you had an extra uh, a little over hour and a half a day, what you could do with that. Tony, all your suggestions and answers today were um, on point and brilliant as usual, and we appreciate it. You bet, Lisa. Good to be sharing, and let's keep sharing. Let's keep thinking, and let's keep very being very aware that we should invest our time, not spend it. 100%, Tony, Jerry. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Everybody, thank you for your comments and your questions. Please download this and share this with your team because that's how we're going to keep them engaged. Thank you, Tony. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.